because we never see his face and penis in the same shot. So I'm convinced he got a body double with a bigger penis so that people would think he has a big penis. But sorry, being an alt-right fucking incel, anti-Semitic prick, uh, very small penis energy. Yeah, for sure. Welcome to a free bean salad. Uh, this is the show where we uh, talk about things, sometimes movies. So we watched Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again this week sure for did. like the 16th time this year. This is like, in, we're in the, the high 30s of weeks. We don't have that yeah. long to go left. No, it's kind of uh, strange. How, I know we've said this a few times now, but how much it's flown by. Just thinking about the fact that this time last year, uh, Zoe and I were getting ready to move out of our house mm. to go to Germany, and we were in Germany when we started this year the podcast. And now you're here. And now I'm here. <laughs> but it's just it's really flown in. It feels like uh, feels like it's uh, weirdly it feels like this podcast started in a different lifetime, and I can't really remember the first half of it. Maybe maybe that's trauma. Who knows. Yeah, I can't remember any of last year, certainly. Mm. Uh, occasionally I have, like, flashbacks where I'll remember, like, a specific quote. Like, I'll remember Robin saying the word feeble a lot. <laughs> and yeah. I'll remember you screaming, why do you keep using that word? Uh, <laughs> but but generally, uh, yeah, don't remember much of it. But we watched Mamma Mia, here we go again this week. What did you think of it? Uh, it was fine okay. you know it's, it's still a 10 out of 10 yep. nothing wrong with the movie uh the version i watched had, i think i watched it before this version uh, uh it has um what i believe are korean subtitles printed onto it so i'm like you can't i couldn't turn them off so it's like what well, korean subtitles it is i see it was cool it was cool and um i also have some uh well look i may have watched the movie silently so to speak I see uh, as in you didn't make any noise I didn't make any noise most certainly but neither did the movie whoa whoa no way yeah because basically I have been asked to contribute to uh, a charity uh, compilation of shameless like shameless plug shameless plug uh, shameless plug yeah of uh, electronic music. I've been working on the song and I've, I've been fi finding it difficult to find time to work on it. I was like, well, look, I can multitask. I can have Mamma Mia playing there and I can work on this uh, str strange, like, electronic drone shit at the same time. And that could just be the soundtrack for the movie this week. Uh, and so I've got, like, a, a, a kind of work print of that song. Which, uh, you, so j just to give you an idea of what I was hearing, because I had to, I was listening to this over and over again in different iterations and changing things all throughout. Uh, this was the soundtrack to Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again this week. It's, uh, the working title for this is Feeding a Grumpy Mingus.
Now, for context, uh, the majority of that is uh, just edited clips of me singing the line, gotta feed the mingus, gotta feed the mingus. No, no, that's not what I sang. It was mingus on the floor, mingus on the floor, gotta feed the mingus, then you feed her some more. Um, so that was the soundtrack to my movie watching experience, except in varying iterations because I was uh, changing stuff around the entire time. It was very strange. I watched it in uh, pitch black as well because like, Zoe was sleeping. I didn't want to go downstairs. I was just like, oh, well, I'm sat on the floor now. It's on the bedroom floor now, may as well. Uh, how was your viewing this week, Butch? It was fine. Yeah? Yeah, I just watched the film. Did you watch the film? I just watched the film. Where did you watch the film? I watched the film in in class while I was doing my meant to be doing class work that I haven't been given. Uh, so, right. yeah, I've got nothing to do in school these days. So I just like yeah, the the one like project that we've been given for the time being, I've basically done everything I can do for that. Uh, and and I haven't been given any other instructions about what to do. So basically, I just drive two hours to watch films in a different room. Uh, it strikes me as kind of pointless, but I need to do that to get paid for some reason. <laughs> uh, that's the world of work, I suppose. That, that is uh, the world at work. So, uh, yeah, I watched it in school. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a fine movie. It was fine. Uh, sweet. Notes. Notes. Um, I'll be real with you, Butchie. I'll you be... took loads. Oh, I took so many. Just you wait until you hear these notes. And I haven't even got them written down because I can remember them all. Note number one. Uh, the This movie sure is getting in the way of me working on this song. Note number two. Uh, I really like this movie, actually. Note number three. This song fucking sucks. Note number four. Uh, I kind of wish I had the soundtrack. Unmutes movie for half a minute. Okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> Note number whatever I said last, plus one. Um, I like this movie. I really do. Man, those are some good notes. Yeah. Oh, and no, no, note number seven, which I've just come up with. Uh, there were several times last year where I watched uh, some Bean films in college also, so I could relate to the feeling of just being like, but uh, until COVID fucking kicked in. So it was like uh, three months of uh, watching Bean in college and then finishing my degree from uh, my living room. Uh, yeah. In which case I was wa- watching Bean flicks while uh, while uh, writing my thesis. I don't think I ever watched a Bean movie in college last year. I watched some on the way to and from college on my fucking telephone. Uh, but Fucking I, mobile telephone? But I don't think I ever watched any in class. Uh, I watched Bundle of in class last year at least once. Uh, Why? Because it's a good movie and I wanted to watch it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. As good a reason as any. Uh, me and Clarice were doing like a tennis thing where we wanted to be the person who had watched Bundle of the most. Of course. <laughs> and she, every time she watched it, I was like, well, damn, now I gotta watch it again. And uh, I think she had watched it that day and I was like, well, fine, guess I'm watching it now. Am I right in saying the reason that she uh, watched it quite so many times was partially down to like Tinder dates and just being like, oh, you guys, you gotta see this movie. A lot of it was down to that. <laughs> Which I commend her That's for. so fucking funny. I put it in my Tinder bio that I was a fan of Bundle of Two and at one point saw a batch review. I was like, my friend is obsessed with that movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you have any notes? Uh, I took some, but I didn't take them down. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, I'll see if I can remember them. Firstly, 
I figured out, I, I told this to Jack privately, but I figured out why Apollonia is named Apollonia. Oh, for fuck's sake, you did tell me this. Yeah. Because uh, Michael Corleone's Sicilian <laughs> wife in the first Godfather film is named Apollonia, so yeah. another fucking Godfather reference. Yeah. Uh, I'd just like to say that despite being a cis man, uh, getting a kiss from Lily James would also uh, awaken my lesbian sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair enough. That's very fair. Uh, Donna, uh, as I noted in my review this week, has some unprocessed family trauma. A hell of a lot. Um, like, she is very much the definition of someone who goes, didn't do me any harm. Yeah, I Which, mean... hot take, everyone who has ever said, didn't do me any harm, is, it did them harm. Is harmed irreparably, yeah. I would say. Um yeah, I saw you put that in your review, and I was mulling it over and uh, thinking about it. it. It kind of explains a lot of her, I suppose, more uh, aggressive moments in uh, the first film, shall we say. You know, mm. she's, a, she's quite a few uh, violent outbursts where at times there may not be need. Uh, Sky had it coming. Yeah. Um, she wishes, actively wishes death upon free men. Who she hasn't seen in 20 years. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it's, it, I think you're very much onto something with the very much part, you know, e even if you look at it in terms of uh, generational shit, very much part of, like, is Meryl Streep a boomer? Probably. Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose she's like, you know. Uh, pretty sure she's one of the. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's applauded Rowan Polanski at the Oscars before. She's bad. I'm not sure if she was one of those people that was like, let's let him come to the United States again and not arrest him because, yeah, he drugged and raped a child, but but he's he makes really good films though. I, I do think if you look at the Wikipedia page for the um, what would you say? extradition of uh, Roman Polanski or the attempted anyway. attempted extradition of Roman Polanski there is like a whole section like uh, actors and film directors that defend him and I think there's something about Meryl Streep at one point defended him and then like like signed like a petition being like yeah Roman but then later retracted her statement and asked to be removed from the, the thing I, I <laughs> hope I hope that that's the case because uh, boy but hot take Roman Polanski's a fucking nasty man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it does feel so like uh, looking through the list of people that have like, uh, actively fought for his, uh, you know, freedom in the in the states. Free yeah, yeah, because he's so fucking persecuted <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> you know, living a fine life. And fuck in in Europe and still making movies. He won an Oscar in like the two thousands, man. He was only expelled from the Academy in twenty eighteen. Oh, dude. Yeah, it really does remind you that uh, a lot of nasty people in the in the film industry, unfortunately. Ugh, it's so gross. Such a, a nasty, nasty, nasty man. More than 100 people in the film industry, including Woody Allen, Martin Scorsese, Darren Aronofsky, David Lynch, Wes Anderson, Harrison Ford, Harmony Kareem, Michael Mann, and Jonathan Demme, among others, signed a petition in 2009 calling for his release. Emma Thompson originally signed the petition, but later asked for her name to be removed after a conversation with a 19-year-old college student and activist. 
Other celebrities like Meryl Streep and Whoopi Goldberg did not sign the petition, uh, but spoke out in support of Polanski in other ways. Uh, Harvey Weinstein also defended Polanski. Oh, God. However, in 2018, Natalie Portman and others expressed regret and apologised for signing the petition. Natalie Portman? That really surprises me. Uh... Considering how hounded she was, there was a was it her? There was like a an online timer for her turning eighteen Ugh. or some shit. Like, yeah, like it's like obviously she was quite young when she got started acting, and there was yeah like an online thing like woohoo Natalie Portman's like of, of legal age now. It's so gross. That's that re. I think that was her anyways. That really surprises me if it, if that was her. I'm sure if it happened to a man, you'd see all sorts of men going like, "This is fucking. This is despicable. You're just you're just reducing this man to uh, nothing but a sex figure." <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. but you do it to a woman, and what? She, if she doesn't want to be sexualized, she shouldn't be a woman. Yeah, pretty much. I think it was Natalie Portman that makes it. I'm sure it's happened to multiple people. Is mm. the thing. Like I'm pretty sure. It happened be- with Billie Eilish is the re- a recent yeah. one I can think of. God. Yeah. I know the Olsen twins. I'm pretty sure they had a countdown to. I forget if it was their 18th or their 16th. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. one of the two. Uh. Mm. Uh. Fun. Uh. Well. A, a fact about Natalie Portman. Uh. Her. That's not her name. Her actual name is Natalie Hirschlag. Fair enough. There you go. Uh, if she were to put two words together, would that be a Natalie Portmanteau? Oh, shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. <laughs> Shout out oh. to Tom Scott for that joke. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, do you have any other notes? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I was reading through Roger Ebert's review of Cinema Paradiso. Uh, uh, oh, for while, God's while, sake. And... Uh, he he said that uh, this is a direct quote from him. Harvey was right, uh, and uh, that Harvey is Harvey Weinstein, uh, noted bad man, Roger Roger Ebert, not a not a nice man. Roger, even in death, I wish you a very happy. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Even in death, I wish you were dead. Uh, yeah, I just, I just wish you. Would... His legacy shall continue forever. I know I've said it before. And you seem to think it was a, a controversial opinion. But if we could permanently delete all evidence of every single one of his fucking reviews, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I don't think I've ever read a single one of his reviews where I've been like, wow, what a well-rounded, thought-out, like, just a very nice review, Roger. Like, you know, there are plenty of reviews I've read of films that I enjoy that speak of them negatively. I'm like, hey, fair points. But every, everything he says, even even when we're on the same page on how much we enjoy a film, the way he goes about it is, it's fucking disgusting. I've said it it's before disgusting. and I will say it again. He was a really talented writer, but a really crap film critic. <laughs> I mean, I, I w- there are loads of websites I would take down before RogerEbert.com, but if I had the power to take down any website I wanted as much as possible, it would be on the list, don't mm. get me wrong. I would, look, Roger, getting rid of Roger Ebert's film criticism, or at the very least, uh, establishing a re-evaluation of him, I think is, <laughs> is necessary. Maybe not, maybe don't cancel him just yet, but definitely the film... 
world needs to have a chat about why we gave this yeah. man of all people such a platform. Why did he had TV shows? He had columns in newspapers. He had such a such a public presence in the in the film world. Like he's kind of the film critic. Yeah. If you think of film critics, you think okay, you think of uh, fucking uh, well, Gene Shalit, obviously. Yeah, but it's just like. Why him? Why a man that is consistently so uh, off off the mark and not even in like a thought-provoking or controversial way, just in a really dumb fucking way. Yeah, this man gave three and a half stars to The Phantom Menace, I think it was. Uh, he, that, that, uh, that film Congo, the adaptation of, I think it was a Michael Crichton novel, uh, he, he, I think he reviewed that positively and he went, no, no, it's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be really bad. <laughs> uh, just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, I do like how somehow, somehow this uh, podcast about Mamma Mia, <laughs> well, formerly about Mr. Bean, now... This podcast. So this podcast has gone through so many iterations and like, you know, it turned into a Roger Ebert hating Scooby Doo appraising pod oh, so steadily that I didn't even notice. <laughs> so anyway, are there any other uh, horrible men in the film industry you want to discuss? <laughs> Since that's what we're doing oh, this God. episode, I guess. Jesus, let me think where where to start. You ever seen the film Hard Candy? No. Oh, you should. It. It's so good. And it fits perfectly into our discussion of horrible predatory men. Mm. So I've heard. That's um, bloody Elliot Page, isn't it? It sure is. Nice. Uh, I have been meaning to watch that for... And Patrick Wilson. Many, a, many yeah. a moon. It's very good. Would recommend. Would happily watch it with you. Nice. Nice. Let's do it sometime. Uh, horrible men. Let's think of some horrible <laughs> Let's men. Let's think of men. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, not, hard. Do. not not hard, is it? I'm trying to think. Do you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson's a registered Republican? Oh, for fun, figures. Um, who who else? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Dwayne Johnson uh ran for president someday. I could see it. That strikes me as gonna happen. And you know what? Like registered Republican doesn't, you know, like you know, I'm f- fucking party politics fucking piss me off. Like that doesn't mean he's a bad man. <laughs> he might is, be very nice. This is true. He might hold very good views. Um, the creators of South Park, despite uh, <laughs> claiming impartial, you know, being impartial on. All their politics in the show kind and stuff. Wankers. Kind of wankers. Oh, I, I think big wankers. <laughs> Trans women in sports is bad, actually. Mm. The South Park people. Yeah. Uh, they they're both registered Republicans, despite yeah. claiming constantly, no, we're impartial and we make fun of everyone equally and that makes it okay. It's like, you guys are registered right-wing wankers. Dudes, like... <laughs> registered wankers. Registered wankers. Which isn't to say all Republicans are wankers. Again, there are... Some good Republicans, probably, it's just they're definitely the silent majority or possibly minority. They're silent, is the point. <laughs> they're awfully quiet. Yeah, the, 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 the bastards tend to be the ones that shout the loudest. I I have an idea. Let's record... Oh, so we're recording this. Yes, that is true. Let's find uh, an email list of uh, Republican senators 
I just on like with with very little accompanying info, just email this episode to as many of them as we can <laughs> and see what happens. Just see what comes back. We've not we've not really said anything about them, but just see if any of them listen to it and get back to us. I mean, if any episode's going to get us trending on Twitter, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Let's let's just let's just spit out some hot takes. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Do you have any? Do you do you have any ready to go? Uh, uh, I'm I'm waiting on you to get this ball rolling. I don't really have many hot takes. Uh, I don't think. Oh well, that's a uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um. I think. Uh. That's not really a hot take. I think uh, music criticism is a farce. I think most art criticism is a bit of a farce. I te- yeah, I agree. I say that as a film critic. Yeah. But, uh, like, by <laughs> trade. <laughs> but it's a farce. Yeah, I mean, you, you, the fucking F for Fake, which I only... I bought a Blu-ray of it recently, only rewatched it the other day. Fucking really good film. Little fucking... Basically an expose of why art experts are fucking shams. <laughs> Because it's all a film about uh, uh, people who forge things. So it's two subjects. So one of them is a forger of paintings, and one of them is someone who uh, published, attempted to publish a fake autobiography of Howard Hughes. Right. Uh, who was like a reclusive hermit at this point, uh, and uh, basically, what it the conclusions it makes are like you know they, there are loads of claims in it that like. You know, art experts would look at this forger's paintings and be like, "Well, no, that's a genuine Picasso." And there's a story of them taking one of this forger's paintings to—I uh, forget who—but some famous artist. And the artist going, "No, I painted that. I absolutely painted that." <laughs> and you know, and there were, despite the fact that the Howard Hughes autobiography was totally faked, apparently it was taken to handwriting experts. So they were like, "No, that is undoubtedly Howard Hughes's <laughs> handwriting." And Jesus. basically, the conclusion that Wells makes in it. Uh, is just fucking art experts are full of shit, <laughs> <laughs> and you know the if he's like you know what makes art valuable? Well, an expert has deemed it so, but what makes the expert, you know, what what makes them able to come up with this value and, and deem it as as worthy? You know, what gives them that authority? And mm. it's basically just like an hour and a half long expose on. Just art basically being fucking nonsense, and it's it's fucking gas. Yeah, I must watch that. It sounds fucking amazing. Wanted to watch it for a while, yeah. but I totally agree. It's yeah. like fucking. I mean, I, I, as well, like it, it is. I suppose the one that I'd be most informed on is like music criticism and stuff. Just uh, you know. When you look into, like, how many people, like, how many PR people artists have working for them, and how many people those PR uh, companies and PR agents know, it's like, they know what music you're going to be listening to three months down the line before you do, Mm. kind of shit. It's like, you know, it's very meticulously planned. It's like, well... With me, I'm going to be listening to the same ELO songs I've been (laughs) listening to for the past ten years. (laughs) But it's like, you know, I feel like so, uh, even like thinking about stuff like, you know, it's kind of known fact at this stage that uh, music journalists will take payments for like favorable reviews and like certain websites will take payment for favorable reviews of albums and stuff and 
or, again, or even that's, just... that's pretty much all the criticism yeah. of anything. It's just, yeah. It's all a farce. It's all fake. You shouldn't even listen to us. We're doing this shit for free, though. <laughs> yeah, we have albums out. They're free. Yeah. Al- uh, album. We have uh, album out. We have that's album free. out. Um, we probably we we came to the conclusion that it would be legally questionable to charge for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's Howard Goodall gonna do? He's gonna, gonna step on my neck, please. <laughs> please do. Uh, Howard Goodall famed for composing the soundtrack to the Lord of the Rings oh, trilogy. Yeah, that happened during the week. <laughs> Fucking Robin has been making her way through the Lord of the Rings, and there's a scene from I think it was the last film. Uh, where I'm just gonna play the clip. Mad piano I'm, starts playing. Mad piano starts playing. I'm just gonna play the fucking clip because it's it's uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> um, Maybe it's just a really common chord progression because it's also very similar to the Laura Palmer scheme. Uh, yeah, I think it's just just that motif that uh must be like extremely common but uh, that begs the question do fucking film composers need to you know fucking up their game and quit ripping off Goodall because let's be real Goodall's the the OG the original I mean he might not be no 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 I'm pretty sure Twin Peaks came Mm, out first I don't know but I don't know about that actually I think Howard Goodall's pretty swell I'm not saying he no, didn't do it the best. No, 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 no. You hate Howard Goodall, it would seem. Uh, what? Care to explain yourself? Uh, a hot take. Howard Goodall's uh, good. That is oh. scalding. Ooh. Scorching hot take. <clears throat> uh, okay, hot take. Uh... Uh, no, nothing. No, nope. nothing. All of our takes are fairly cold. <laughs> we don't want to offend anyone. Quite lukewarm. Okay, how about, um, I think the world would be a better place if 60% of straight people were sterilized. Only 60? 70. Only 70? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to... Have I talked hmm. about my moon plan on this podcast before? Because I think it's genius. I I can't remember if you have spoken well, about I'm your gonna, moon plan, but go for it. Gonna, I, I, if I have, I'm sorry, because you're going to hear about it again. So, we send all women and all LGBTQIA plus people to the moon for like a decade, maybe. Right? Uh, now, this isn't like expelling them from Earth permanently or anything like that. This is sending all of the good people away from all of the men, all of the cis straight men, all of the bad people. Uh, Because what would happen then is that all of those men, within a decade or two, would end up killing each other. Like, almost (laughs) certainly. And, you know, sending the women to the moon... Yeah, those women in that time on the moon, those women and the, the LGBTQIA plus people, they'd probably be like, hey, let's do some fucking super smart shit and colonize the fucking moon and make <laughs> it inhabitable. And then fucking... It, it Then after like a decade or two when all the men are dead, all the cis straight men, that is, send everyone back to Earth and then fucking they'll get to work making the Earth good, actually. Uh, <laughs> and With the added every- bonus of having a moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything will be grand. And, you know... 
while I'm on the subject of my moon plan, NASA <laughs> just build a big pneumatic tube that's person-sized that goes to the moon. It's not that hard, it's NASA. It's really not that hard. If you put a million Oreos uh, back to back, that you reach the moon and you back. You reach the moon twice. And back. Twice. And uh, alternatively, it could be uh, slightly more fun, but probably a little. See, there's the there's the subject of cleaning up the result of what will inevitably happen to the to cis straight dudes. Ah, uh, just it, f- f- fertilizer. For for grow, okay. for grow, for grow. <laughs> See, I was thinking a slightly more bombastic, I would, possibly shoot uh, them into the sun. That's not a bad yeah, idea. Right. Yeah, it would probably prolong the sun's lifespan. Hmm. Marginally, um, I think another fun one would be <laughs> we send the straight cis men to the moon instead with a fuck ton of guns. But then they wouldn't be able to colonize the moon. The thing about sending the women to the moon is then the moon would be colonized and like, boom, done, that's safe. I know, but imagine how funny it would be. (laughs) Men trying to shoot guns in space? Yeah. And then they run out of oxygen. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason, shooting guns in a highly pressurized, no-gravity environment is generally a bad idea. Is it? It's generally seen as a bit of a no-no. There's a reason that NASA don't typically allow guns in space. (laughs) Because they're a bunch of weenies. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone tried? Has anyone tried? Have they tried that, I wonder? I'd say probably not for several reasons. Name at least one. Uh... Fuel to get to space is expensive, and every fucking gram counts. Just, just use the guns. (laughs) They're full of fuel. He's he's got us there. NASA, get on it. Yeah, guns in space. Look, Elon, prove yourself worthy. Oh, Elon wants to spend all, uh, like, all. I was about to say all. He only wants to spend six billion of his dollars, but uh, uh, on on solving world hunger, apparently. But he's asked mm. that the UN provide him with a plan. Uh, so that'll go well. I also saw this week that uh, Logan Paul has mm. said that if uh, if he follows through with that plan, Elon Musk, Logan Paul will donate $10 million to that cause. I mean, you could just donate $10 you, million. You, you if you have you that could. money to throw around. You could just do it. You, you could, could just, just do it just, anyway. Just do it right now. Also, when one person is donating six billion, ten million isn't like that much more. Yeah. You fucking twats. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not even that much to either of them, is it? You know. No, but I mean, like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that people with this much money shouldn't donate it to good causes <laughs> because they should. They most certainly should. You know, fucking change the course of human history a bit, give us a fighting chance, maybe, and not just develop, you know, rockets to colonize other planets so that the rich and wealthy will be safe when they fuck up this one. Mm. That's totally what it is, isn't it? That is absolutely what it is. It's absolutely, we can go to other planets and we can afford to do it. Uh, Sorry that we fucked up your planet in the process. So long, fuckos. This is the poor planet now. The thing is, once they all fuck off, like emissions will go way down. There all, is that. You know, there is there is that. But the, there's, the there's, problem is that by by that point, it will probably be too late. It'll be too late, and uh, infrastructures will probably collapse. 
Uh, Back to farming for us. Yeah. Uh, Assuming there's any inhabitable farmland. Yeah. Well, it'll be. Do you know what's gonna be like? It's gonna be like um, the Flintstones and the Jetsons. You know, there's ah, that whole thing about like yeah. they they they're actually occurring at the same time. Yeah, the Jetsons yeah. are just the the rich upper class in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what it's gonna be. Fuck. <laughs> gonna bring dinosaurs back. Mailbag. Wee. Uh. So our first, we 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 have a. I think this is a question in three parts. Okay. Uh. It's it's all from freaking Alien Alfie. Uh. Oh shit! No, we have other qu- we have other questions. No way. <laughs> Who the fuck's asking us questions? Uh. So. The question sticker was, please, I don't know anything about Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Which is a lie. I know nothing. Butch o- loves Scooby-Doo. I know nothing okay has said, not even for a Scooby snack. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Frickin' a- played with your own game. Uh, <laughs> Jordana Green has responded with, Sorry. <laughs> Just the word. Sorry. F- thanks for that, Jordana, friend of the Cheers. show. Uh, Good to hear from you. And now the question in three parts from freaking Alien Alfie. <laughs> God. You think I like asking these questions? Well, it is true that I like Scooby-Doo. If I stop asking these questions, Melvin will kill me. Melvin? I say this with great sadness. Would you make a... Would you make a blind away from this feline... P.S. I'm sorry, crying face. Uh, do okay. Let's take that in part. So, do you do we think you enjoy asking these questions? Yes. Yes, I think you derive a a great deal of pleasure from asking these fucking questions. Uh, and we will oblige because I, I honestly part part of this is um is we're we're basically uh guaranteed at least one listen to the podcast by answering these questions every week. Uh, you know, consider them bait. Uh, I'm not sure if Alfie actually listens. I mean, we don't have evidence that they do. Yeah. And now I'm questioning if Alfie is who I think Alfie is, because I thought Alfie was the uh, brother of one of the Snuff O'Clock guys. But Melvin... The only Melvin I know is a Melvin Shavive who was going to translate uh, <laughs> Top Funny Comedian <laughs> first last year. Um, who lives here in Ireland. Is, 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 is it that Melvin? I will survive. <laughs> that joke has been made so many times. Good. Um, Good. Is it that Melvin? Alfie, please get in touch and let me know. What it me- is possible that it's a Melvin you don't know. <laughs> Have you ever considered that? Melvin's also a surname, and I know a whole family of Melvins. <laughs> Can't live- believe you just Melvin death. They live down the road, like <laughs> God. Mm. Next. N- n- yeah. Was there another part to the question? Uh, yeah. Would you? What was it? Beeline a feline or something like that? Beeline, as in like mate to make a beeline. Let me, just, let me check it again. I've already forgotten it. Ah, would you make a beeline away from this feline? Away from this feline. I like cats. I think I would make a beeline for any feline. Most but feline. This feline. 
specifically. Okay, what type of fear? Uh, see, it could be like some sort of jungle cat that's dangerous. Hadn't considered that. Mm. Um, if it's a dangerous jungle cat, I guess I'll go against my better judgment and make a beeline away from the feline, even though I'd like to pet the big jungle kitty. Um, fine. You win. Beeline away from the feline. What about you, Butch? Uh, I want to go home now, please. You want to go home now? You are home. Is it time to flip the coin? Oh, shit, the coin. We need a coin. <laughs> well, look, we could always just use this ring. No. So if it lands on that side... <laughs> and if it lands on that side... Uh, and if it lands on that side... Wait. You know, I, I nearly explained there to the odds. Just for reference, the <laughs> ring looks the same on both sides. But then I realize that's most rings. Uh... <laughs> What if it lands on its side? Mm. Oh, use a bottle cap. Oh, that feels kind of biased. Though. I'll get a coin. i got a fucking coin. Do I have any coins in here? I doubt I do. Uh, you don't really deal in cash, do you? No, just a condom. Okay. <laughs> we got a coin. So. And on one side, it's got a... Uh, looks like the Brandenburg Gate. And on the other side, it's 50 cent. So if it lands on the 50 cent, we, uh, we spin the wheel. It lands on the gate. Then next week it's Mama Meal. I ain't gonna lie. I'm really hoping. For, wait, did you say the gate is a wheel? Gate is Mama Mama Meal. <laughs> gate is Mama Meal. Fifty Cent is Mama Wheel. Yes. Okay. I'm hoping for Mama Wheel. Flip it properly this time. Yeah. <sighs> Mama Meal. Mama Meal. Here we go again. I said flip it properly. You didn't flip it properly. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You, the audience doesn't know. <laughs> uh, Mamma mia! That, that was a practice flip. Mamma mia! Uh, Mamma mia! Oh uh, no, where is it? Where's the coin? Oh, Get it off me! <laughs> god damn! Oh, god. <laughs> I'm starting to think this might be fate. Oh, 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 god. <laughs> Heads! Mamma mia! This is ridiculous! <laughs> Hey, that one. <laughs> so yeah, we flipped the coin about, uh, I'm going to say about five or six times, and it landed on <laughs> Mamma Mia all but one. Okay. So yeah, Ma Mamma Mia next week. Shall we do the patrons? Let's do the patrons. Our first patron is Mrs. H. Our second patron is Andy Kinsler. If you want to support us on Patreon... Go to patreon.com forward slash freebytabpod and give us one US dollar or more per month. You can give us more for other rewards or you can give us less for no rewards. You can't give us less unless you give us nothing, which you're doing anyway. Patreon.com forward slash freebytabpod. We could always pay them. Really about that? Mail in if you want this 50 cent that we flipped. It's cursed. <laughs> it's double-sided. Uh, um, boy, what a week it's been. That's a good idea. I should invest in a two-sided coin. <laughs> we can have the wheel every week. Oh, God. That feels dishonest. <laughs> but Keep the audience them. wouldn't know. <laughs> they would now. Anyways. Uh, speaking of a ways... Away, away. Away, away. away. Yeah.
my name is Butch, and your podcast listening device is about to explode!